Hey everyone, Jay here. I just wanted to say that we've got some really cool artwork for this episode, so you're going to want to click through to the show notes to check out the full version of the image, which we'll be showing in your podcatcher right now. Our thanks go out to Yuri Keynes on Twitter for working with us to create this piece of art. Anyway, on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of... <sighs> every time. <laughs> yeah, every time. This is starting to become Okay, fair <laughs> enough, you can keep that in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Waffling Tailors podcast. Um, just right, if you haven't already, yeah, this is we're hoping we'll release these in the, in the order that we recorded them. And if mm. we do, then this is the third third episode that we've done that is specifically about a movie based on a video game. If that is so, regardless of whether it's the third one or not, and you haven't clicked through to the show notes, click through to the show notes because there is some frankly amazing art created by hurricanes you're gonna please just just take a moment right i'll give you a couple of seconds to go do that so we'll go we'll go silent for a moment okay welcome back right i'm glad that you went to the website if you didn't go to the website then please just right in your podcatcher there's a button click here for the full show notes click that and check out the the artwork because it is blooming amazing hurricanes is silent again no, we won't go silent again. Well, we will, but not for that. Um, the Eurocanes is absolutely amazing. You should definitely check out the artwork that they've put together for us because, I mean, I am amazed. Uh, at the time of recording, when we when we sent the request in for this artwork to be made, because we commissioned the art, you see, when we sent in the request for the art to be made, we'd been told, well, I'm kind of doing my senior uh, project at the minute, so it might be a bit delayed. Three days later, what? Wow, there's the work. It's just amazing right absolutely so go check that out but but other than that right i've been waffling at you and you've heard the, this disembodied voice other than mine for a couple of minutes um so well let's go see who it is hello squidgy how are you squidgy you got that wrong way around how are you squidgy hello squidgy hello squidgy hello squidgy hello squidgy how are you squidgy i'm not bad hello squidgy <laughs> hello squidgy what we're going to do today is this, like I said earlier on, this is the third, hopefully if we release it in this order, this is the third episode on a video game movie, right? Today, we are going to be talking about the wonderfully classic 1990s family action movie. I was hoping you'd burst in with like Night of the Living Dead or something. Da, 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 da. That's the movie. No, it was like a fanfare for you. All right, fair enough. Uh, yes, the wonderfully uh, silly 90s action family movie, The Super Mario Brothers. Plumbing the game, apparently. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, so one thing to remember um, is that this is obviously based on the NES title, or at least based on the characters in the NES title, The Super Mario Brothers. We'll get onto it later on, but it's more like, to me, it felt more like a, a SNES game because it had the Cooper Cousins, right? The Spike and Iggy and none of the others. There was a mention of a character called Bertha, which I think, isn't that the character from Super Mario Brothers 2 that spits eggs at you? No. Who's the character that spits the eggs at you? I can't remember. No idea. 
Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. But yes, I'm sure somebody is yelling into the... Birdo, thank Bear you door. very much. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. Um, the, but we yeah. won't go on to Birdo because it's a bit confusing. Birdo's awesome. No, um, I meant certain things to do with Birdo. It's just opening a oh, can of Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so. the, the whole canon based on the fact that Super Mario Brothers 2 isn't actually a Super Mario Brothers mo- uh, game. But if you've gotten this far into video gaming and you didn't know that, then, you know, maybe you should go look that up. Look Tough. for a game called Doki Doki <laughs> Panic, which was... It has nothing to do with Super Mario Brothers, except that the original Super Mario Brothers 2, as released in Japan, was way too difficult, or seen as way too difficult. And so they released Doki Doki Panic with a essentially a palette swap. Mm. But with that being said... Some of that on-disc DLC. Yeah. That's the one. With that being said, we are... Yeah, we're going to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, the first thing to say about this movie is it was made in 1993, right? It was written... I've got it written down here. Where are we? So one of the things I want to say is that when a movie has three writers who didn't write together, um, a, a list of producers as long as you're on, and two directors, you know it's not going to be very good. It's that simple. Can I just chip in with something? Absolutely. This Super Mario Brothers movie that's a family movie isn't. Upon re-watching it as an adult, my God, it is not a kid's movie. You're absolutely right, Squeeze. There are parts of this movie that are not meant for kids. Like, we'll come on to it later, but um, when Cooper says, take her away, I will use her later. I'm like, I need an adult, and I need one now. Please, please, somebody get me an adult. Don't spoil it. Let's let's go through it like we did the other ones. But yeah, um, it is not a kid's film. I I watched it when I was a kid because it had Mario in it, but it's not a kid's (laughs) film. It has its comedic points, but... Oh, definitely. Yeah, there, there are some parts in it that are not for kids. It's that simple. Um, but yes, so the setup of the movie, right? We'll talk about the setup of the movie first, right? So the whole point of the movie is that 65 million years ago, during one of the many dinosaur periods, I always get them all mixed up. Thanks, Jurassic Park, um, because that <laughs> takes creatures from all the different um errors but 65 million years ago meteorite crashes into earth and splits the earth into two dimensions uh one for the uh the reptiles and one for the mammal Mam- parallel dimensions it's uh it's a good start in it oh yes uh, to, yes to so. video game movies back in the day it's always a parallel dimension Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, it's split into parallel dimensions, one where the reptiles took over and one where the mammals took over. We as humans are based on mammals, so we live in the mammal universe uh, or dimension, I guess, and the reptiles live in the reptile dimension. The Mushroom Kingdom is essentially the uh, reptile kingdom. So Mario and Luigi are um, two plumbers who may or may not be brothers. We'll come on to that later. I've got some very important questions about that. who they're plumbers they're very out of work at the minute they are three months behind on their rent and they get called to a job they miss the job they then end up meeting a lady called daisy who is a um who is a a paleontologist she's essentially rushed from friends um she then somehow through a series of events gets sucked into another dimension they go into the other dimension they they have an adventure they beat Cooper, they replace uh, the rightful king, and game over, right? Pretty simple. Okay, Except good night. It's not. Yep, thank you very much. 
but yes. Um, <laughs> so what, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the movie. We're not going to go scene by scene, but I've got some notes on a bunch of different bits that I want to cover. So we'll it's, we'll it's talk through. Like, we'll, we'll go through the the story of it, but in blocks. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. And poke fun at it and all that. Oh, of course, yeah. So let's start with that introduction sequence, right? I absolutely loved, it was a huge wave of nostalgia, that the first thing you see and hear, you don't see it, but you hear it, is the Super Mario Brothers overworld theme. I absolutely love that. That was genius. And you get nice that little, little animation as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we get treated to this wonderful intro CGI movie that I'm convinced was made in Mario Paint, if I'm honest. Well, I, I never like knew... It. I never knew that dinosaurs were from Brooklyn. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, remember, there were Dodgers there too at one point, right? Yeah. Wonderful joke that all of the people in New York would get, I guess. <laughs> but there you go. Um, yeah, it's um, it, the intro sequence clearly tries to make it out that this movie is made for kids. It's, it's cartoony. There's cartoony sounds. There's those fake Brooklyn accents, which I feel might be racist in some way. I'm not sure. Um <laughs> But yeah, so we poking get poking fun. Yeah, and then we get told that the meteorite smashes into Earth and it splits into two dimensions. And then it quickly sh- uh, shifts to present day. Hopefully, you can hear those bunny quotes. And oh, you see this lady. It's, it's twenty years ago, isn't it? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Twenty years before present day. So two thousand. Anyway, <laughs> so there's Daisy running through the streets, clutching something. No, I've asked Daisy's mum. Oh, sorry. Yes. There's Daisy's mum. You see, this is why I got confused. It's the same actress. She looks exactly yeah. like her. Apart from Daisy- she's got those, like, you can see her hair's sort of like gelled up in sort of like rose, cornrows, yeah. like uh, t- like uh, dinosaurs under the hood she's got. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. really uh, confusing. Her hair is done exactly like King Cooper's. Is she supposed to be related to King Cooper somehow? We don't know. I don't think we ever find out. We know that she is the wife of the rightful king, but that's about as much as we know about Daisy's mom. I'll I'll go into them story points as we get to them, because I noted them down. Fair enough. Okay. So we see Daisy's mum running through the streets. She leaves a package by uh, the, uh, the, the door of a convent and then runs back. Um... We find out later what's in the package. Um, she then runs into um, Cooper in the... Right, okay. Plot inconsistency based on something that he said later on in the movie, right? Later on in the movie, Mario says, why didn't Cooper just go through the portal when he had the chance? Which is what he does at the beginning of the movie. Let's just... Okay, so, yeah. So there's That's Daisy. One. She gets... Yeah, right? She gets accosted by Cooper. She goes, ah! And pushes a beam and it, it all comes tumbling down on her. Um, and then, you know, we go back to the to the convent and there's the egg opens because the package opens up. There's an egg and all of these nuns are like, <gasps> an egg! Without saying, <gasps> an egg! And well, then it slowly breaks open and a baby girl comes out. Well, when the package was delivered there, I thought I was watching the wrong film because that's how Spider-Man was found. Uh, not Spider-Man. Superman was found, wasn't he? Yep. Yep. in an egg and then he had the cloak on him but then obviously the egg hatched none of the nuns freaked out which that i found was, really strange and i'm watching it going why are you not creeping out if i found an egg that is this size on my doorstep and i bring it indoors and i don't heat it up right you got to keep eggs warm when it, when an egg is 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 laid you have to keep it warm to make it hatch hmm. so they bring it in they just sort of plonk it down and go oh an egg yay and then it hatches and a baby comes out. And they're like, oh, a little baby. 
Also, no, I'd be like, run away. This thing is the, the child of the devil or something. It's I like don't find, know. It's like finding ET in your shed, isn't it? Um, That's it. Also, I'd like to point out that a lot of kids, after watching this film, chances are they got really confused as I got older because Birds they saw a baby Absolutely. hatch from an egg. Absolutely. I just, I, I had no, I didn't have to spend my disbelief because I was a kid. I just thought, yeah. okay. But when you're an adult, you think that's got to confuse some people. Yeah, that's, really? that's that's the thing because you've you've got more of a, a critical eye once you've seen a lot more movies when you're an adult, and uh, that's why I've got certain thoughts about this film. I just wrote okay. Look at the size, like the physical size of Daisy. You could say that she was kind of oh, rather Daisy's mum. You could say she's probably quite petite. Hmm. Look at the size of the egg. We don't I know. Am, right, so um, Daisy's mum is a dinosaur, now. right? Yes. We don't know how the whole thing about dinosaurs. So it's probably yes. best to just leave it as is. It could yes. fly out of their ears. We don't know. Still painful, I imagine. I've never had some of that size fly out my ear, but still, you know, we don't know. So let's not go down that rabbit hole because that'll end up in a Google search that'll get me on a list. Let's just leave it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, um, we're less than five minutes in. We've had a plot inconsistency that's going to happen later on. And we've got this egg where this baby is born from, right? Whoop, we're less than five that. minutes in. Exactly. <laughs> and all I can say is three writers, a list full of producers, and two directors who kept changing the lines on set as they were filming. No wonder... Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo reportedly spent all of their time making this movie high as balls. Cool. I yeah. mean, why not? Uh, yeah. Considering what the movie turned out to be, I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, that's partially because um, there's reports of Bob Hoskins breaking bones on the set. Oh. Um, yeah. You know, the, we'll come to it later, but you know the scene where they're on the mattresses? Hmm. That scene, he breaks a bunch of bones, which is why every time it cuts to and from them, he's in a different position. And in some positions, he's got his head covered up because that's not him. That's the stunt double. That's the stand-in because he's kind of broken his ankle. I'm, or his I'm, I'm just thinking of that position. sliding section. That's, oh, God, mm-hmm. what, you, what you could actually break in that. Oh, oh yes. So Anyway, let's, let's, let's move on from bone-shattering injuries and get on with the plot. Exactly. So, yeah, then we see Mario and Luigi, right? They're running low on money. Mario is standing around going, hey, we've got a job. We've got a job. Luigi, get your, get your act together. We've got a job. Whereas Luigi's laying on his, quite literally laying on the couch, eating mm. nuts out of the bag, talking about alternate dimensions and talking about how parallel activity is happening. Paranormal activity, sorry, is happening. So, so is it just me? But I, I, I haven't been around to many plumbers' houses, right? especially not in the 90s. But I haven't met anyone who has plungers on the walls. That was genius. You know, like in, it made in me giggle. Sense. But I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. why have three plungers on the wall in like a a trophy style diamond cabinet that you might stick? I don't know. A trophy, not trophies, but you, it's sort of like you can keep stick, six, yeah, keep yeah. six, or because it's it's set in America, you could stick guns on there or Absolutely. stuffed animals or whatever. So the the way I saw it, right, it was a combination. See, this is the thing, right? I spent more time looking at stuff happening in the background, and I wrote a whole bunch of stuff down in my notes. Yes, yeah, watching six pages things in worth. The, <laughs> that's not a lie, folks. I will share. 
the PDF of these notes in the show notes if you really want to see what my handwriting looks like. But yes, um, <laughs> I spent more time watching stuff that's happening in the background than actually watching what's happening with the actors. I don't know what that says about me or whether it's because of the movie, but there you go. So, um, yeah, uh, the way that I saw that was that was like a keen combination of, like you said, a gun rack or a sword rack. Sword rack, that's it. Yeah. yeah, and like the fact that they are proud because Mario himself says, I'm a plumber, my dad was a plumber, my granddad was a plumber. It's a family business, right? And that's why the, the truck has the really old logo on it and why they've, excuse me, and why they've got so many uh, keepsakes and things like that. So it strikes me as it's meant to show that they are a family business that's been around for a very long time. Uh, Mario then says, it's surpri- I'm surprised that we're able to keep the, the the house or the apartment, sorry, because we're three months overdue on the rent. And Luigi's driving, right? They've got this They've got this job that they can go to. So they jump in the van and they go driving. And, Lu- and Mario goes straight on. Luigi goes, no, no, no. I've got a good feeling. If we go this way, it'll be quicker. It wasn't quicker because they end up losing the job. But one of the things to remember about these characters, right, and everything around them, don't forget they're Italian-American. And don't worry, because the movie makers will make it very obvious in every single scene <laughs> that they are in that they are Italian-American. Yep, and I know I what you mean. Don't just mean the stupid accents. I mean the constant, like, everywhere in the background, there's an Italian flag, or there's a picture of Sicily, or there's a picture of the something, right? They even only eat pasta, right? Everything about them is just Italian-American. What I want to know is, in a major city... It's Brooklyn, in it? Manhattan, mm-hmm. Brooklyn? Where is it? It's Brooklyn, in it? Mm-hmm. Right? It's Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. In a major city like that, with all the possible maintenance problems, how are they broke? It's a massive city. They can't just be like two or three plumbing companies. There's got to be tons of problems. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, how are they broke? But then later on, we find out how. Yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. So we'll come to that later. But yes, so they rush. They rush to get to this new job. They get there, and the Scapellis have already got it. And, of course, uh, Scapellis. It's always Scapellis. Of course, right? And Scapelli is the big the big boss, the big company, right? And you're supposed to side with Mario because they're a small family business, right? Mm. Not because they're some big corporate entity. So they get upset, and off they go, right? And then the next thing, the next thing we know is that um, the that we, we get taken to just under the Brooklyn Bridge where there's a dig site happening. There's lots of press there and everybody's really excited because somehow someone found some dinosaur bones. And so the university came over and was like, yes, we will place a flag and we will dig here and we will find all of the dinosaur bones and you cannot do a thing about it. Right? Absolutely. I don't know where I got that accent from, but there you go. Well, my monocle just fell out with you saying that accent. It, uh, you're almost there. It's just, it was a bit shocking. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we meet, so so whilst we're there, we meet Scapelli and we meet Daisy. Now, Daisy looks exactly like her mum. That's how we know it's Daisy because we don't have to even worry about it. We don't need to make that connection of, is this the person who at one point was born out of the egg? Don't worry because she'll keep telling you. Forget keep telling about it. You. Yeah, she'll keep telling you that she was found and that she was an orphan and all that kind of stuff. So just can't get over it, can Daisy. That's it, right? Um, Scapelli then confronts her and says, hey, what's an, essentially this really horrible, hey, what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this? And wouldn't it be horrible if something horrible happened to you? You know all of those girls who have gone missing? 
and he just leaves the question there hanging in the air, which is horrible, horrible. I mean, right? it's it's hard to take a threat seriously from a guy whose face looks like a handbag. I don't well, know about have, you. Right, I have to say, right, this this is going to be a really horrible comment directed <laughs> at the actor, right? When the camera switches to, like, side on of his face, he looks like a lizard. <laughs> and I just said his face looked like a handbag, but yours was much worse. He, no, like just Clearly. like the the curvature of his face looks like. I wonder whether they put some prosthetics on him to give him that look, or maybe I'm giving them too much credit. But there you go. Just give him a bigger nose. So Daisy basically says to someone. Hey, keep an eye on this place. I'm going to go call the university because we need to get some more, um, some more security or whatever. So then we cut to um, Mario and Luigi are driving down the street, and their their van breaks, and they have to go get some water. And Mario says, "Go check the phone messages. I'll get some water." So Luigi calls the phone, the the the, the answering machine, because back in the '90s, that's how they worked. So you would call the answering machine, type in a code, and it would play the messages back to you. But whilst the tape is rewinding, yes, cassette tape. Remember, this is 1993. Is this where we see Iggy and Spike? Does it cut to them? Yes. So Iggy and Spike. This is where we find out that Iggy and Spike are trying to look for Daisy, and they spot her. And you see Iggy doing this weird run down the street, or was it Spike? I can never remember. He's running down the street like this, waving. I'm saying like this, right? But you can hear what I'm doing. Spike like, is the on. guy with the undercut. Iggy is the one who was in um, Short Circuit. Yes. Yes. So we'll come on to that in a moment because we have to talk about that, but we will in a moment. So there's, there, there he is chasing her down the street, trying to look inconspicuous, but like running down the street, like red 13 in final fantasy seven on the ship. You remember Banging that straight into a pane of glass. That's it. Right. And run straight into a pane of glass. And so that gives uh, Daisy a chance to run up to the phone. I love the fact that when they spot in, they think it's hair. Are you sure it's hair? Yeah, it's hair. Are you sure? How is it not hair? Two arms, two legs, one head. Best, who are we? best description ever. <laughs> who, who on that screen were you looking at? Because last time I checked, everybody had them that I could see on that screen, and I paused it. And I thought they could they could confuse a dog with hair at that point because I don't think they're very bright. And that reminds me of like you see him walking up. He gets into the car and he hands over the hot dog and he goes, "They say it's dog." And then he throw the bunny away. Yeah, they take the buns away and throw them out the, way, <laughs> out the window. They just munch the, the hot dog, right? <laughs> Originally, when I watched the film, I thought they threw the hot dog out the window and they just ate the bun. Imagine I was oh. like four, I think four or five, <laughs> something like that. I did, I did write down when he when he when he's running down the street and bonks into the into the window. I wrote down this movie couldn't be more nineties if they tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. I I just love it when. The the car breaks down and Mario tells Luigi, Go 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 to the um the the payphone, check for got any messages, and he wanders in and he wanders out again and he goes, See this, three bucks for water. Can I live in that universe? <laughs> He's standing there going, Everybody's got tap water. Yeah. Can I live in that universe? Because nowadays th- even three pounds for water yeah. is bloody cheap. Depending oh, on where you absolutely. live. Uh, absolutely. So I'll, I'll, I'll go live in that universe. Um, yeah, yeah. 
because that's and it's, it's just him fighting with the engine and then luigi gets uh doughy eyes for the princess yeah his um you know he, he, how do i put it his his chin hits the floor and he's kind of like <laughs> the pretty lady and for some reason she just kind of goes oh that's cute that's really nice i'll hang out with you essentially try doing that yeah. now yeah but what I want to say, right, is that Mario is the greatest wingman in the oh, entire yes. universe, right? Oh. I mean, the, the scene itself is really creepy. You know, the whole, hey, get in the van. That's, no, you can't, no, that's just, that's creepy. <laughs> I, I put in my notes, right? So Mario's behind him trying to help him out. So food, do you eat? Yeah. Oh, I do too. Ask if she wants to. It's just leaning in and you can see it. Yeah, and he right? just goes, dinner. <laughs> but... She's in That's a hurry, dinner. right? And the best pickup line, or oh, worst pickup line in the world, is this. You know we got a van. Absolutely. Right? And then she goes, yeah, it's a really nice van too. It's like, this is this dialogue written by a six-year-old? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a fully fleshed out conversation of about 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. But one of the scriptwriters must have, must have said, we need about five seconds gap in there. Mm-hmm. So we'll do some random shots where they're just quiet. Ugh. <sighs> So anyway, so they say they're going to go and drop her off. So they go drop her off back at the university and they, they arrange to pick her up at six o'clock, right? They go out to dinner and this is where we meet Mario's girlfriend. But we also find out that Mario wanted to dress up. Luigi, not so much. Is it Daniela, his girlfriend? Yeah, Daniela. Yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got a note about Daniela in a moment. Oh, yeah. d- jacket, shirt open. You can see the chest hair. Mm-hmm. You know, I was waiting to see a medallion. I couldn't see one. Yeah. Yeah, that is. But you know, he had this like, this black jacket on, this plum was it plum plum or red shit. shirt, and he was sat there, and it was sort of it was a double date, and they were looking between those awkward silences, and you find out once again that Daisy was an orphan, and Luigi worry, mentioned, keep telling you. yeah, <laughs> and Luigi mentioned that Mario was like his mother, his father, his brother, all rolled into one. Yeah, which is one of the many reasons why I think that Luigi isn't related to Mario. Mm-hmm. Right, and and That's, then you get then you get that line. Um, sort of Mario's nudging Daniela, and Daniela yeah. goes, "So what are you two doing tonight? We can take the van. Thanks, they're walking on then." Yeah, right. I was gonna say that's not thanks for scary. that. Oh, and then if you're not doing anything later on, I'd really like to walk you home. Um, and then <laughs> can I please walk you home <laughs> and rub your thighs with salt? Um, then <laughs> no idea <laughs> his face. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on quickly, <laughs> away from how I do things, moving on quickly. So the walking home and the chatting and uh, Luigi and Daisy are, are like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? I'm creepy. Yeah, and then, oh, yeah, I'm have, creepy too. Are you, are you sure you're all right? I have right? to say, that line was genius. Uh, I have to apologize now in case I say something really creepy and stupid. <laughs> this, Don't yes, do this that in real written. life. Yeah, pro tip, don't say that. Um, this was very, very clearly written by a six-year-old, mm. right? Who who says that? And then you have the best non-context quote from Daisy ever, and uh, that is, if you want, I can show you. <laughs> so this is a Mario Brothers film, is it? Yep. Kids' film? Kids' film. Exactly. <laughs> and then as... T- t- to support your theory that a six-year-old wrote it, they have a race to the university dig site. Now, I can only imagine this is like halfway across the city. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they're really it's not, it's booking it there. Yeah, yeah. 
really going for but it. hey, this is the movies, right? You can run yeah. as fast or as slow as you want for as long as you need. You just run from set to set, it's easier. Exactly. Did, did exactly. I actually break a fourth wall? Uh, I don't think there was a fourth wall to break, but yeah. I broke a sixth um, wall then. I'm, I'm building myself. You have to remember, right? They're Italian-American. You can't forget that. You're not allowed to forget that. So they go for pasta in an Italian restaurant with the, the, like that sort of, oh, in the background. And and the, the, the tablecloth is red and white squares. And- yep, yep. You're not allowed to forget they are Italian-American. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, right? I just have to say, that rock, she never takes it off. Yeah, I did actually write down. Um, is he even a blood? Is Luigi even a blood relative to Mario? Because I don't think he is. There's lots mm-hmm. of clues in the movie yeah. that he's not. But um, then they get to the dig site and more yes. exposition because reasons. Oh yeah, okay. So they talk about you know dinosaurs and dig sites and all that kind of stuff. They go down into the into the dig site and you see a skeleton in the wall. Now is that Daisy's mum? You know, the dinosaur skeleton that they find that sort of supposed to be a velociraptor or something. It's got to be, right? That is that is where she died, but 20 years ago. No, I, I didn't actually notice that. So I'm not going back to watch it again. It scarred me. I'm not doing it twice. It. <laughs> yeah. So they go down into the into the dig site. Scapelli's men show up and, and ding a bunch of the um, the pipes, which is probably why Scapelli gets all the jobs, because his men turn up and cause a big ruckus and then call the boss and say, boss, get over here quick. And I, and I love the fact that it's, what have they done? Oh, the wall, the dig site, what are we going to do? And Luigi goes, I know what to do. And they just leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's you like, know? I'm a plumber. I know what I'll do. I'll f*** off. <laughs> You know, so, but, but they've got to get Mario, but by the time we get back, I'll, I'll mention what Mario says in a second, by the time they get back, it's like knee height. Now, yeah, if anyone's yeah. been, anyone knows anything about archaeological dig sites, they get covered up and make sure it's, you know, the water goes away from Mavia. So all I'm going to say to that is the dig site's gone to rapture now. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. they they run back to Mario. It's like, Mario, Mario, it's been flooded. What? It's, it's the Cicapellis. And he's there in boxer shorts and a white shirt. <laughs> right and he says yeah. that he says the best this is the best non-contact line out he says <laughs> strap your belt on kid we're going in best non-context quote of the entire movie you're not going to get any better than that of any movie it's absolutely true it is a ridiculous line. like 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 is luigi even a plumber you find out later on he's not he's just the apprentice um, but you I'm don't find out you don't find that out until right at the end of the movie that he's not actually a plumber, right? And he's the worst nurse ever, right? There's that whole Luigi standing there trying to fix things up and he says, wrench, and sticks his hand out and it's there for ages. And then he gets a wrench, he carries on, and then he says, a hammer, and he gets the hammer and a screwdriver and he gets the screwdriver. Do you mean worst theater assistant? Yes. Worst operating theater assistant ever. But yes. I'll make a better one than that, but that's good I reasons. I, I did actually write down... Um, Luigi forgetting that he's a plumber. <laughs> I still have got a wrench. Wrench talk wrench. He goes, hand, hand. I was expecting him to grab his hand and flinging him across the room. Oh, oh just to place a hand into his hand, right? That <laughs> yeah. have so ah! Drops it yeah. and then the pipe bursts again, you know. Yeah. I, so I love they... how they fix the pipe, but the water's still there. Oh, yeah, they fix the pipe. The water's still there. And then the next time you see it, it's gone, right? It's just magic. And then, yeah. and then suddenly out of nowhere... Iggy and I called it Iggy and Pratt because I didn't know until I watched the sell the credits. They come up, bop them both on the head. Mm-hmm. Steal Daisy. 
Mm-hmm. And then they do the thing where Mario goes, let's go get her, let's go get her. And then Luigi says, um, it's down here. Are you kidding me? I worked in pipes all my life. That's the echo. We go that direction. Well, I like the fact that this movie, they're actually plumbers. Mm-hmm. It's not just mm-hmm. a guy that that got into a magical kingdom and started jumping on Goomba's heads. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, hang on. I've got to say, right, whilst you find your next note, I have to say that there is, Mario cares about Daisy. Luigi couldn't really give to to. Oh, you can tell Mario's like a older brother, very despite his appearance and what he's like. You can tell he is because they they sort of they, they get to the dimension bit, they they lose the torch, and then they see the wall. Daisy's like trying to jump out of it. There's a giant gap. Luigi dives into it, mm-hmm. and Mario's like, I can't do this. And then he falls into it. But if you look at it, he falls and he goes horizontal. But then his feet are up at the top, so he's swanton bombed. Into another dimension. I don't think anyone else can say that, right? He Jeff Hardied his way into the Mushroom Kingdom. Isn't hard. It? He did it hard. What? <laughs> and then he lands. And then what I've got in my notes is um, when they hear Daisy saying, help me, help me. And they go, I'm going to get it. Luigi goes, I'm going to kill him. Right? Then Mario goes, I'm going to break every bone in the body. Then I'm going to kill him. Since when yeah. did Mario and Luigi fall into a Fallout game? Oh. Dude, I'm telling you, right? Mario Mario cares about Daisy way more than Luigi does in this movie. Luigi is super awkward. He's like, uh, I don't really know what to do. I'll yell out Daisy every now and again. But Mario's like, he's going hard. He's like, no, we've got to rescue this lady because she needs our help. And Luigi's like, uh, okay, okay yeah. There's a reason why he's the sidekick. Ah, apprentice. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it suddenly goes all Stargate, right? And they fall through and they land in what is essentially... They set for Blade Runner. I've got that. I've put um, getting serious Blade Runner vibes. Yeah, right. Because I, I was, I was, I was looking at it, and it's serious Blade Runner vibes. They're wandering around. They're making jokes. They're saying stuff yeah. like, um, you know, maybe this is wherever Brooklyn. I ain't been there in a few weeks. But then they get the shock of the lives when they fall through a barricade. There's mm. fungus everywhere, right? Or what you find out yeah. to be fungus. They, they fall through a barricade. And then Mario finally comes face to face with what this planet actually is. And it's got dinosaurs. Two little dinos fighting. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But I would like to go back to those two little dinosaurs. Because I'm pretty sure I can train them to either be well champs or tag team champs. Can we go back (coughs) to those little dinosaurs? Seriously. The the Dinosaur Wrestling League. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see them? They were going for it. They really were. They really were. Fighting um, over the uh, fungus, but still, you know. So this is where we find out that, yeah, they've come into the, the, the reptile world, the dinosaur world, the mushroom kingdom, essentially. Right? But there's no mushroom. Well, there are mushrooms around, but it's called the mushroom kingdom because of the fungus. Like, that's that's the link. That's the tenuous link right there. Oh, there's has got a lot of fungus. That'll do. Yeah, yeah, the mushroom. It's a kingdom, and there are mushrooms. It's the mushroom kingdom. Fantastic. Okay. Right. You then also see that the cars are not cars, they're go-karts. And I'm like, because Mario Kart? Bumper cars. Yeah, right. Are they Some really that? messed up bumper cars. Oh my God. Yeah, right. So bumper cars, Dodgems, they have different names, but they are essentially those, right? Um, and then <laughs> it was something that I spotted. They're looking around going, where the hell are we? What the hell's going on? And there's a sign outside of a movie theater that says, I was a teenage mammal, XXX. And I'm like... Lol. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like the fact, I know it's a bit later on, but I like the fact later on there is a neon sign that says Rex with three X's. 
yeah right oh it just tickled me that but um yeah so the wandering round and all i'm gonna say is i might be skipping a bit here but all i'm gonna say is that all of the extras in that film Mm. must be trained wrestlers because did you see the bump that old woman took when she was flung off a frigging barricade (laughs) (laughs) i was fully expecting to hear that man has been broken into about a million pieces when that happened, I was like, that's got it. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So, find- so light life tip right here. Yes. I wouldn't suggest trying to throw someone over a barricade. So if someone tries to rob you, your mm-hmm. first thought shouldn't be chuck them off a bridge or into a tree or into moving traffic because chances <laughs> are it's not going to happen. Life advice well, people. What they've done is they've listened to your uh, movie ratings, haven't they? Fling it into a tree. That's what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I saw the movies. The old woman that brings out a massive gun, and and it's a shotgun, and she just decides to shock everyone. Yeah. After she falls, she gets straight back up, right? And she starts. Even the people that are driving, she's just shocking away with this bloody stun gun. Yeah. Uh, But it's like, are you boys new in town? Yeah. You got any weapons? No. And I'm thinking you've got a belt full of wrenches and all sorts. Which they have later on. They're still there. They just completely forget. And I, I'm, I, it's understandable. They see an old woman in an, in a new area where you look around and it's literally not a place meant for kids. Mm-hmm. At all. Dress code, also, everything. I Ugh. just, I want to talk about the precariously dangerous subject. I want to be brave enough to talk about egg abuse. Right? There's a lady that walks past. Again, more more things going on in the background that I was paying attention to, right? It's a lady who walks past pushing a pushchair with an egg in it rather than a baby. And someone goes, whoa, and strokes the egg. And she's, get away from my baby. But it's the way that the guy goes, whoa. It's like, ooh, I need an adult again. Like, he makes these horrible, like, sort of noises. It's it's just. You might be brave enough, but I'm not going there. There you go then. Fair enough. Let's quickly move on. So we then find out um, a little bit of Cooper's motivations. He says, mud, it's clean and it's dirty at the same time. Or maybe that's a line he uses later on. I can't remember. That's later on. Yeah, the first time we meet him and he's talking about mud, he's really upset about it. But is he a despot? I don't think he is. I think he's just trying to make life bearable for his people. Sure, he overthrew the kingdom and he got rid of the king and annexed the, the queen and Kick the, uh, the, it was his fault that Daisy was born in the human world and all of that kind of stuff. But all he wants to do is make life better for his people. Is he really a bad guy? Yes, because he de-evolved his cousin and he made his sister-in-law run for her life with his niece into the human world and then essentially forced her to kill herself. Because Cooper, the actual king, Mm -hmm. Spike and Iggy are all cousins. So, a lot of family struggle. So, what you're saying is, this is Game of Thrones before the first series of Game of Thrones, right? Pretty much. Okay, fair enough. Um, then, I, then there's a what happens next? There's, there's a call for plumber alert. He finds out that some plumbers have taken the stone or something. Do you know what? I love the fact that they've got all sorts of different weird user interfaces in this movie. Right? There's the user interface they use the light gun for, but the fact that there is a button. To raise a plumber alert, alert. Specific just, button. Yeah. 
just he yells out, raise a plumber alert. And someone runs over and pushes one button and then you get plumber alert, plumber alert. It's genius. Yeah, then then you meet Toad, or closest approximation of Toad, yes. with that swell cut in his head, and he starts singing about Cooper. The the police are having none of it. They arrest him. Mario jumps in because that's who he is, and then the sort of the 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 grab at his belt and go, "Are you a plumber?" Yeah, right. Get in there. You're arresting me for being a plumber. Right. I want to point something out again. More things happening in the background than in the foreground, right? Or rather, more interesting things happening in the background than the foreground. You're arresting a plumber. You can't do that. They get thrown into the car. At timestamp, I'm going to give you a timestamp for this one, right? It is up to the listener to source Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Watch it and pause it at this point. At exactly 29 minutes and 16 seconds, as the car starts to drive away, you see a background actor who is wearing a tinfoil hat and tinfoil gloves and is washing their feet. Discuss. Moving swiftly on. Um, so so you, you get the, the police officers essentially Mad Max it to the station. Absolutely. Then you hear Toad being dragged away and he's saying, the, the fungus is choking the city. It's choking the city. Uh, and I'm thinking, okay, fair enough. Then what happens is they go through, process them. So you go to the, the where the, the staff sergeant is, the sergeant is, and he's writing everyone's names in. And he's sat there and he's got this big book and he's writing names in. And you just see a I random love, foot. I love this scene, by the way. You see a random foot that's massaging his shoulder. And it took me till now, like 20 odd years later, to realize when it zooms out and you see Mario and Luigi, it's a woman. And her oh, foot. Yes. I thought it was a guy. It's, it's meant to show that the police are corrupt. She's a prostitute. Mm. It's meant to show that he doesn't care that she's a prostitute. He's ah, getting something out of this. W- woman of negotiable affections. Let's, let's not go there. Okay. Anyway. Fair enough. Yeah. She's, so she's a seamstress, right? A yeah. woman of negotiable. Yeah. Okay. But the, the dialogue in this scene, I absolutely love. Name. Mario. Last name. Mario. Okay. What's your name? Luigi. Luigi, Luigi? No. Luigi Mario. Yeah, and then what I love is that it said the fu- so so I've got it. The fungus is choking the city. Is that why you've just flash freeze their junk and then poured blue Gatorade all over them before kicking them into an office that has no roof? <laughs> so it's just a box, a box with, and you see what seems to be I can't remember his name. Who Cooper says he is going to, but you can tell it's Cooper because he's got those rows, right? Oh, yeah, and, I wrote it down. I wrote right, it down. I love from... the company name. I'll say the company Please. name if you've got the name. Lazard, Lazard, Conda, Dactyl, and Cohen. Yep. <laughs> I've got Vonda, Dactyl, and Cohen. Best company name ever. Completely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't know what it is about egg sucking. That seems to be an insult in this. Can we just talk about those cameras that they used to take the mugshots with? They are the I, I honestly. Cameras. Do you know what I thought it was when they brought got brought the cameras out? I thought I was watching the uh, one of the scenes from Michael Jackson's Moonwalk. You know, he's surrounded. Yeah, yeah. And there's just rows and rows of people with guns. And it was. I thought it's it's gotta be it's gotta be, right? And then they they take a picture of the uh, through the cameras. It's hilarious. Just and they they look all weird, right? And then what have I got here? 
Well, you're finding what you've got there, right? I love that it happens slightly after this, right? But I love that some homeless busker from the street knows intimate details about the universe, the history, and the dimensions of this entire world. It's Toad. Is that, is that when they're in the prison cells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, Toad. He knows. Like, it, it, it says something about the education system in the Mushroom Kingdom that some dude who lives on the street knows exact, like, intimate details about quantum physics and the way the dimensions work and all that kind of stuff. Sounds Sorry, Scrooge, right. I did interrupt you. Yeah, it sounds about right. But, um, da, da, da. yeah, then you get to the uh, devolution chamber and Toad gets de-evolved. Can we talk about... How is, how is this a kid's movie? You just scared the crap out of him. The last thing, right, that Toad says to Cooper before he gets evolved, he goes, you're a lousy leader. I'm like, sick burn, bro. You could have said anything. I'd have loved it if you just started yodeling. <laughs> yodel, hodel, hodel. Yeah, and then yodel, ah, just goes into a scream as his, his head's changing. I mean, you don't need that, that image. I can understand what they were doing, and it's a lot shorter later on. Yes. But... so. One thing to note, right? They put Toad in the machine, they bring him out, and then magically there's some kind of green goop splodgy mess on the floor, right? I noticed that. And that's because there's a deleted scene. There's a whole there's a whole community that is really? that is grown up around the Super Mario Brothers movie mm-hmm. where people are trying their hardest to sort of re-piece the movie together. Because mm. apparently the cut that we got, that we watched, the cut that was released at the theaters is not the actual cut of the movie that they wanted to release. A whole bunch of scenes that explain things like the green splodge on the floor, right? There's an extra security guard when they walk in and there's one less security guard when they walk out. What they actually did was they tested it on him. And that's why there's the green splodgy mess. He comes out of the de-evolve machine. He hasn't really changed. And then he goes, and then green splodgy mess all over the floor. But that, that is actually in the official novelization of the movie. Cause the novelization of the movie is based on the script and that's, there's ways in there and not in the movie. But yeah. But yeah, so, that, that devolution chamber and uh but then somehow they finally somehow they managed to escape. They put Cooper in to de evolve and you can tell some it's happening because his eyes go all reptile because oh, yeah, he's yeah. obviously not a reptile. And but can I gotta just take a moment to every time you see Dennis Hopper air uh, Cooper, um and he's stood still, his hands are perched like a bed. I love that, right? Because he's the T-Rex. They actually say to him, which, well, which, which dinosaur did you evolve from? And he goes, Tyrannosaurus Rex, king of the lizards. Thank you very much. And yeah, every time he stops, he's doing that. He's got these hands like a T-Rex. Then they manage to chuck him in there, bop some people over the head, run out. He starts to de-evolve and then someone gets him out of the chair. And then their escape... I've got here. Not only did they play the final game of the gladiators to escape, <laughs> but they also stole a car, not forgetting to try to essentially kill Cooper. So it went from uh, gladiators to a game of GTA. Can I just say, I absolutely love that UK reference and Jay-Z and Earl are not going to get that. There was American <laughs> gladiators. There was Australian gladiators as well. Oh, well, there you go then. Yeah, so right. look it up. Bit of homework for you. Before we talk about the absolutely bonkers car chase scene, right? I want to talk about when they, they do that swing thing, right? Where they do what you're saying is the final bit from the gladiators, right? And they drop into the RPD building. When they land, it is, you know, in, in uh, the, the original Resident Evil 2, when the east wing of the of the um, the RPD building. Car park. The, 
the room out. No, no, the east wing. The room outside of the room with a safe in it. Mm. They drop into that corner. That is, it looks exactly like it. And then they were munched yeah. by zombies. Credit. That's it, right? Mm. But yeah, so I have to say, right, the car chase scene that happens is absolutely bonkers. It is one of the most bonkers car chase scenes I've ever seen. But it is also one of the single greatest car chase scenes ever. <laughs> The other thing I've got written down is, I knew it, this movie proves it, Mario Kart Drive in the movie or in the kart games. Fact. Oh, absolutely. I love the line when uh, they, they're like, are you driving? No, oh, I'm not driving. I hope the guy downstairs knows where we're going. He's <laughs> 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 so stupid. And then, and then he says, turn left, but I want you to turn right, so I told you to turn right and turn left. It's, ugh, right? And then they, they, they go into a tunnel that isn't finished, and um, then they go hurtling out the tunnel. The fungus saves them. Mario says he saves them. Absolute crap, right? Yeah, but his driving skills somehow saved them. That's well, what all I've got to say is, cat jumping never took off as a sport. No, that's true, yeah. And that's probably the reason why. It's, well, it's I- a shame. I feel like, yeah, we've missed a trick there. Maybe that's you and I's, our next big business idea is to to, to get cart racing to take off. I'd rather just fling cars into trees, to be honest, but uh, whatever. I mean, that could be that could be what car, car chucking is about, right? It just bounce them out into trees. Then you get, what's the next thing? Oh, yeah, Iggy and Spike have no sense of social anything. They've no sense of personal space because, yes. and I... I don't know whether you're going to have to bleep this. I'm definitely going to have to put this in the show notes. So um, there's a content warning coming up. Iggy and Spike interrupt King Cooper's mud-based sex party. (laughs) I wouldn't say that. I would. It's incredibly creepy. And you will see his head. even, right? And there's, yeah, yeah, there's just like his head, right? But um, I forget, I've, I can't even remember her name. Her, his right hand. I can't. What's her name? Now, in the credits. Yes. Lena? Yeah, Lena. Her name's Lena. Yeah. However, Daisy calls her Nina. Oh. Multiple that'll times. be That'll be the multiple rewriting of scenes as you make it, right? But yeah, so Lena is kind of covered up to kind of where her chest is. I don't want to say where, in mud. And Cooper's... That's staying in. Fair enough. Um, Whereas whereas Cooper is covered up to like the underside of his chin, right? And when you get the reverse shot, so you see the shot of Cooper up to his chin in mud, when you get the reverse shot of Iggy and Spike standing there being talked to and walking into the mud, you see little like splashes of fluid coming out of the mud. Um, Again, not touching it. Not going nowhere near that. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm not trying to yoke on anyone's young. Kids film, by the way. Kids film. So after that Yes, we are then we're then treated to um seeing what happened to the women, right? Because Lena gets up and goes for a walk to go see the women to find out which one Princess Daisy is, right? And there's a line, again, timestamp, 44 minutes and four seconds in. Lena's turned up and goes, Let me guess, which one of you is Daisy? And she doesn't guess, because Daisy kind of gets up and says, I am Daisy. And then in the background you hear someone go, this is weird, right? No, they say, this is getting weird. And I'm like, lady, you've been kidnapped, taken to an alternate dimension, locked in what is essentially a harem covered in fungus, and it's getting weird now. 
Hang on, Harry. It just goes to show that Brooklyn women are prepared to put up with a lot of shit <laughs> before it gets weird. I think that's what that scene proves. Because, in essence, because in the 90s, it was men and women a day, and it's not like these days where it's all, you know, it's your own business. But they have to put up with men from Brooklyn. Well, yeah, that's true. So I'm, I'm not... Not trying to sound like I'm stereotyping them and stuff, but in the nineties, men from Brooklyn is kind of like if you see Vice City with those big medallions and the hairy chests. It's a sim- similar thing, similar thing. But yeah, um, that was yeah. This, this is, is weird, weird, really. But then you, you're treated to um, the two cousins. This is where you find out the cousins. So Cooper takes his two cousins, bunny quote, into the devolution chamber and evolves them, gives them human brains. And says, if you don't bring those two plumbers on the rock back, I'll de-evolve you into sludge. And off off they go. Mm-hmm. Right? Then you're treated to... Um, oh, yeah. So I got this as well. When when Cooper's laid down, after he tells Iggy and Spike to prat, sort off, you know, that's where he says, mud is clean and dirty all at the same time. And I just put stranger danger. Stranger danger! So... I, I want to talk, just before you get to your next point, I want to talk about that evolution step, right? They put Spike in, and he goes in, and they evolve him. Oh, no, it's Iggy first, isn't it? They put Iggy in, and he gets evolved. Whichever, whichever one it is. Spike. They, they put him in, he goes back, he gets evolved, and comes out. And he's suddenly smarter, because he can do maths. Isn't that always the way? And then they put the other one in, and put him in, and then he's suddenly smarter, because he's using slightly different words. So one thinks he's Shakespeare and the other one thinks he's um, a mathematician. I can't think of a famous one. Sorry. We need to talk about this. Why in the name of the holy enchilada? Now we're getting serious. Did Cooper need to need Daisy to be, and I quote, dolled up? I hate to use that term. Again, I'm not going near that. But I will say this, right? You know, after Spike and Iggy got their mind upgraded, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd hate to bring this back to wrestling, but I'm going to. I think after they get upgraded, they they would do the best heel promos as a tag team because they didn't shut up. Let me tell you this. The square root of 847 is 392. Something like that, yeah. Whatever it is. Right? I don't know what the square root of 847 is. So you get an update... I can't remember what happens next. Do you see Mario and Luigi arguing in the desert? Mario and Luigi argue in the desert for a little bit, and then they find Iggy and Spike, and then it goes back to... um, So what you get is you get treated to this really quick, rapid bit of exposition. You get Iggy and Spike Spike get uh, get evolved, and then um, Lena goes and and gets um, Princess Daisy all dolled up, and she looks like... Again, I'm using the phrase from the movie. I hear that phrase. Mm. Uh, she looks like her hair and makeup have been done by a six-year-old. Then you find out that Mario and Luigi are walking through the desert. Well, Luigi's walking through the desert topless. It's probably in his contract. And they're arguing about, well, why don't we go this way? Why don't we go that way? Then suddenly they find Iggy and Spike, who they're, they're apparent geniuses, but they've managed to get themselves into some quicksand. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Then, right? then they make the uh, the deal of you get as Princess Daisy, we'll give you the rock. Not realizing what the rock does. No, of course. Naturally, of course. you know. Yeah, then yeah. you get uh, a scene where Cooper is talking to someone, but he uses the PC. Mm-hmm. And it's a little gun, and I've, I've got some about it later on. But then you see him messing with something, and it's a rifle. And mm-hmm. instantly I thought, 
That's a SNES Super Zapper. It is. It's the, yeah, I brought that down. Right. It's the SNES Super Scope Zapper right. thingy. Is the Devolver gun. Then after that, you get the scene where you see Daisy all dolled up. Mm-hmm. And you, I've just put in my notes, and you know what I'm on about? I just put YOSHI! That's literally what I put. I put YOSHI in all caps, followed by four exclamation marks. Then she's taken to go see Cooper, and this is the notes I put for Cooper, okay? This is where he gets creepy again. What Man, up, folks? Cooper is creepy as hell. He was either trying to get in her pants or freak her out. Either way, stranger danger. With five exclamation points. At exactly 49 minutes and 25 seconds, he looks at her and says, you are so fresh and so clean. And I'm like, on the one hand, he beat the outcast by about five years. And on this, on the other hand, <laughs> that is so bloody creepy. And then, and then, ugh, the end of the scene, he gets, he takes it up. He, he's already at 11, right? He bangs it up to 12. This is something that doesn't exist. 12 doesn't exist in this universe. He, when he says, and I quote, and I'm going to put the pause in, I'm not going to say pause, I'm going to put the pause in. You ready? Take her away. I'll need to use her letter. Stranger danger, pepper spray, anything. I need an adult. Yes. So then I've, I've just got, Yoshi! Um, I can't remember why, but then you're taken to the desert where they have to try and get back into the city and they do it via a garbage truck. And all I've put here is further proof that stealing garbage truck to get back into the city, that plungers are effective weapons. I can see why Mario's got them on the wall. Mm. Who needs guns when you can just knock someone out with a plunger? So one thing I want to say, right? I'm going to say a couple of things here and I'm going to potentially upset someone, but I upset Mm. people all the time. I don't know. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. You could tell me, right? There's a bit when they're talking to Iggy and Spike Mm -hmm. where Mario says, why didn't Cooper just come through in the first place? And one of them says, it's been sealed off for years. So if it's been sealed off for years, it's open now. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. He could just, you know, and I'm just spitballing here. This might be me talking nonsense, but he could just... Come through? I mean, plot. Oh, yeah, 90s enough. plot, more than just and, plot. And the other thing I want to say, right, are those garbage men dressed as gimp suits? Are they dressed in gimp suits? Um, there's definitely mask Probably. action going on. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think more pyro from Team Fortress, but you know. And what I'll say is, right, they, they get the masks off the guys and leave them there without the masks. They are clearly wearing the masks because there's a biohazard. They've effectively killed those two. But it's, it's just moving. Kind of yeah, right? Oh my goodness. And then they go back to the city after being told this is rotund. No, this big woman. Big, big woman. Rotund, you mean. You know, tra- tra- yeah, and it's this big bear thing. said, oh, she's the bouncer at the Boom Boom Bar. We can help you get in. And next thing you see, Mario and Luigi in their most horrendous, hideous going out clothes. Right? No, they're not their clothes. They're Spike's they're, clothes. They're Spike's they belong wife's to clothes. Spike's wife. And Mario says, these are your wife's clothes? And he says, yeah, we often go in dates in them. Now, I don't know whether he means him and Iggy, either way, fine. Or whether he means he goes on a date with his ex-wife, either way, fine. Either way, right? And I've got, what I've got here is the Boom Boom Bar. This is still a kid's movie, remember? Then, once they find Big Bertha, Mario goes, I'll hit her with some charm. And I'm thinking, oh, for God's sake. And I forgot about this, right? He wanders up to her. 
And he he says, "It's Mario, you main man. You can't spam." And she hits him in the face, and then walks off. <laughs> right? At which point I he goes that line. He goes back to Luigi. And Luigi goes, "Come on, it's useless." And he goes, "No, just I can do this." And he walks back to her, and he says this, right? And he says, "Could you just hit me in the face again?" I love the way your knuckles close. I'd, can you just hit me in the face again? And she says, dance with me and I'll hit you in the face all you like. Kids movie, first of all. What a pickup line Mario's got. And can you imagine that nowadays? Dude has a game. That's all I've got to say. Right? He is, with a giant he is, medallion. He is a 1990s pickup artist. That's the only way I can I can explain it, right? But what I want to say, I want to talk about, just really quickly, I want to talk about their outfits because they look like Power Ranger knockoffs. Right, I, I can I can get it considering they're going into a nightclub and there's plenty of scantily clad people. I thought it was a scene from Bad Boys, right? Mm-hmm. Plenty of scantily clad people and the idea is you can easily pick them out. So f- for as in contrast, the, the music video to Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal, he's the only one in a white suit so you can spot him anywhere. You can see anywhere. him a mile off. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're but right, still, yellow and red. Also, I've put this down, and I'm I'm gonna have silence after this for a few seconds because I can't believe I have to say this again. Mario grinding while dancing is something I never wanted to see at all. Please bleach my eyes. Mario grinding, or Bob Hoskins grinding. Good night, everyone. Then you get, there's multiple police reports after that because you get their mugshots and what have you. Can right? we just talk about the, the song that, that plays when. Um, what, the Mario dinosaur? And Bertha, no, no, the, the one before that. The slow, the slow movement. Play, the, slow, the, slow, the slow jam, right? Because I've written, <laughs> I've written down, suddenly, what was it? Suddenly, knock off Lenny Kravitz starts playing. <laughs> yep. Um, I can just imagine. Because I've I've put here, uh, just noticed the medallions, like 1980s drug dealers from GTA Vice City, because they've both got big medallions. But I also imagine what the police scanner was saying while everyone was looking for Mario and they managed to go to a nightclub. Be advised, we have reports of a giant lemon and giant red pepper on the run with jump boots, possibly armed and considered mammals. <laughs> just before that, right? I've got this written down. They... they Mario and Luigi, so they, they get the they get the medallion. They get the not the medallion. That's you talking about medallions. They get the rock off of Bertha, and they're like, "Right, how are we going to get out? We need to get out. We need to come up with some." I know, right? Not once have we talked about American football, so let's do a blitz play and get out. Go go left. Go around and do a twenty-three and a forty-seven and a hut hut, and off they go. I've got it written down here. And they lose the rock. The Mario Brothers defeating Goombas using Blitz plays since 1993. <laughs> then everyone turns up because someone squibs on them. Yes. They go into the cloakroom. Big Bertha's there with them, trying to help them out. She says, use the, is it Womp Boots? Th- thwomp? It's, so it's the Thwomp Boots, and to get the Thwomp Boots to work... Bullet Bill. You have to put the Bullet Bill in. Genius. Yeah. Right. So um, then you see Cooper, and he's he's dressed the part. Um, I just wondered how many of his cousins did he kill to make that jacket? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it doesn't it doesn't bear thinking about. Is this when Cooper orders the pizza, or is that yeah. a little bit later? What, on? what I put was video games cause violence. You say, well, Cooper just ordered the most foul-sounding pizza by aiming a gun at his TV. Of course, light gun controls. That is the the, the use. Like I said, the user interfaces for these computers is way off. I've got an explanation for that later on in my notes. Right? Okay, but they they realise that. Um, they they don't get the rock back, but they have to go to Cooper headquarters. And they get to Cooper headquarters and realize we've got to get in somehow, right? Let's talk about how they get to Cooper headquarters, right? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. The back of a garbage truck, right? So they jump into the back of a garbage truck. And if you watch the footage, the stuntman playing Mario narrowly misses taking his head off, mm. right? Anyway, so they get in the back of the garbage truck and Luigi's like, follow positive energy. It's going to be all right, Mario. I can feel it. I know what's going to happen. It's going to be awesome. Don't worry about it. And they're in the garbage truck, which drops off garbage at Cooper Towers. It doesn't pick it up. It drops it off. It drives yeah. up, drops it off. And, and, and when, when the back of it lifts, you see, obviously, the stunt person playing Luigi lands on his neck. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. And then yeah. they, they go through the bottom part, they see a load of pipes, they make things saying, these haven't been serviced in years. There's fungus all over them. And then Mario comes up with an ingenious idea, says, I'll get us in, turn those pipes, and it's all cold, so they have to put, I mean, Mario's the only one with gloves on, and they start moving stuff. And he makes a thing of saying, I know what I'm doing. I'm a fully, f- f- I was going to say fully trained professional, but essentially he is. And they go, well, freeze them out. And they, they, they turn all the heating to really low, because obviously everyone's lizards. This right. is this. It's this. It's this point. Almost an hour into the movie, that you find out that Luigi is an apprentice. Yeah, and they go. So, so how are we going to get up? Well, if I if I know where I think it is, and, and Mario opens up a locker and he goes, "Ha Just what we need." And next time you see him, they are in their gear. They're red, Suits green, on, baby. and blue gear. Right, and oh, yes. they're going up the elevator, and they do that hand thing, whatever it is. Glug, 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 I'm, glug, I'm pretty glug, sure that the, the, they're uh, clockwork, and they're winding each other up. Glug, 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 you know, glug. Yes. And they um they get to the elevator, obviously. And I noticed when when everything starts going wrong, and the the heating starts going, and everyone's on high alert. I noticed when Cooper's talking to Lena or Nina, right, that she says something, and I only noticed this by listening, right, and it's very. Very quiet and very quick. And she says, Cooper, I need you. And he goes, not now. I just put, fna, fna. I wonder how many adults had that. No, 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 no. It's not I need you. It's I want you, right? But it is the least convincing. Because it's like, I want you. No, it's not even that. That has more enthusiasm. She's like, I want you. It's like, no. Mm. No, it's written by a six-year-old. Keep saying yeah. it. And... And is it at this point where, um, no, it's, it's in a little bit. So they're, they're going up the lift, which I think it can't be a normal lift. This is going to be a cargo lift is genius, right? Best scene in the entire, if you only ever watch one scene, watch this scene. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. You're not getting into the spirit of the film if you don't swear with them. Cause I did. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm a fully grown adult and I sweared with them. So just to explain for the people who haven't put themselves through watching it, right? The the Mario Brothers are in this elevator. The door opens and a bunch of Goombas get in, right? But the whole point of Goombas is they've been de-evolved and they are stupid, right? Mm. They've got very small heads. So presumably they don't recognize that it's the Mario Brothers because they hide away. And the, the, the elevator slowly gets more and more full of these Goombas and they don't know how they're going to get out. 
and there's this like da 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 music, right? And Luigi has the most genius idea ever of putting his hands on one of them's back and swaying it gently backwards and forwards, and then moving to the next one and swaying him backwards and forwards, and moving to the next until all of them are swaying, and then they slowly turn to each other but hold each other like they're dancing and start dancing with each other. And it is, it's the most joyful, stupid scene in a movie ever. Pro life tip. Don't try and do that in an elevator yourself. <laughs> Take it from me. Does not work. Only works on Goombas. So whilst the Goombas are dancing, Mario and Luigi climb up onto the uh, out of the escape hatch in the um, in the elevator. The elevator doors open, and another Goomba looks in, and he's like, he looks in and starts yelling at him. But you don't know what he's saying. <laughs> but he's genius. Is it just me or the Goomba that's yelling at him? Is he the same guy that voiced Prince Gora in Mortal Kombat? Oh, more than likely. More than likely. Right. So that happens, and that is the that's the single best scene in the movie, right? And then you see Daisy, and she says uh, she needs to get out, and she goes out, um, and and because because Tolina tries to kill her. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, because then uh, Yoshi saves her, right? Nina gets, stabs him in the neck, and she runs away. It's 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 important to uh, earlier in the movie, Toad turns up with a plate full of meat, and she, she says, "How about a plate of steamed vegetables?" Now, after it's in that scene, yeah, no, it's, it's that scene. Yeah, after. Yeah. Lena comes in. Mm-hmm. She's already got the rock, so she doesn't need the princess, mm-hmm. as she thinks. She goes to stab the princess, and I've got, okay, so far, the redhead woman has been called Nina twice, I think. I don't know her name. And I put, also, it's it's also awesome how Yoshi and Toad speak to each other. Yeah. Bye. Oh. Then, uh, so Yoshi and Toad speak to each other. She tries to kill Princess uh, Daisy. I was going to say Peach then. Um, mm-hmm. Yoshi saves the day and then it gets stabbed. And I've put, mm-hmm. how dare you stab Yoshi? Also, what a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi, exactly. what a legend. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, so uh, Toad has been told, um, I'm a vegetarian. Can you get me some steamed vegetables? Right. That whole scene happens. Daisy gets out and Toad wanders up. <laughs> And presents the steamed vegetables. She starts but running. He gets he genuinely concerned. He wants to help because he's concerned about her. And it's terrible what happens to him. Oh, what I put for that was, they set Toad on fire. Man, I thought Stormtrooper's aim sucked. <laughs> exactly, right? He just wants to help. That's all. Is it? I thought of this as I was watching it at this point. I just thought, Iggy and Spike, is it just me? Or are they essentially Zorn and Thorn from Final Fantasy IX? Yes. Come at are. me, bro. They are. They indeed are. So, yeah, Yoshi seizes the day and, and tries Saves to Saves the day, yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, and then I've got a note about it being a weird user interface because that's where Daisy meets her dad. Because Yoshi goes, no. I've got an explanation for that. Yoshi is so intelligent, right? But yes. I've got an explanation. All I've put is, oh, I get it. The lizards, they're lizards and stuff, right? Computer mice won't have been a thing in their dimension. So laser sighted computer peripherals make sense. They won't have mice in that dimension. They don't have opposable thumbs. You don't need opposable thumbs to use a gun. Absolutely. Right, so I've got uh, the fungus elevator shaft, right? Yes. All I've got for that is it's the first instance of Mario learning how to trampoline. He's not very good at it, but a little over 10 years later, he would be fighting Sonic at the Olympics at it. Absolutely. I just, I want to skip forward a little bit, right? 
I'm conscious of time, but also because I've got a note down here, right? So they're running through. They, yeah, there's the whole scene in 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 the elevator shaft with the fungus. Um, they get out of that. They swing backwards and forwards to get onto the next bit, right? And that's where they find Daisy. Daisy introduces um, Luigi and Mario to her dad. Okay, come on, dad, come on. And Luigi's like, my goodness, it's an honor, sir. It's brilliant. And then Daisy turns to Mario and this whole wonderful exchange happens where Daisy goes, hey, have you seen Danielle? And he goes, oh, I promised to take her to WrestleMania. <laughs> that happens. How is he going to pay for it? That happens at one hour, 14 minutes and 54 seconds. Before I answer that, Squidge, I just want to talk about WrestleMania. All right. WrestleMania 9 was 1993. This was filmed in 1993, released just after the summer. So they're talking about WrestleMania 9. WrestleMania 9 was had such wonderful matches as Reza Ramon versus Bob Backlund, Lex Luger versus Mr. Perfect, The Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez, Yokozuna versus Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, yeah. And Hulk Hogan versus Yokozuna, which lasted all of 22 seconds. Yeah, I remember that one. So, spoilers. Everyone that I mentioned first was the winner, and everyone that I mentioned last was the loser. But yes, oh my goodness, I forgot I was going to take her to WrestleMania. Like, dude, you've got slightly bigger fish to fry. You're in another universe surrounded by reptiles. Hmm. It's priorities, dude. Yeah, they're, they're running down a corridor on the sea, the mushrooms, and Luigi's like, uh, "Yeah, look, the mushroom's trying to tell us something." And Mario goes, "Luigi, it's a mushroom. Come on!" I don't think Mario read forward in the script, mind yeah. you. From what you said, they probably didn't have it at that point. Probably not. Yeah. You find out that Lena's got Lena or Nina has got the rock. Dun dun dun. You know. Then um, I've put. Mario finds out after meeting up Luigi and Daisy, I've just put, ooh, you do not kidnap Mario's lady. Oh, he's on a mission now. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes to where they're being held. One of the women lets rip it to Mario. He has to jump to it. They they decide to go down that chute and the mattress. And what I've put is... Um, so that totally radical mattress ride, they must have been filmed by a person who had filmed skateboarding videos with like 90s grunge metal to it because that's what it was but judging by all the different cuts and how many bones he broke oh yeah yeah he from what i could tell bob hoskins in that scene filming that scene broke his ankle i could see how as well and it's not a nice visual yeah and if you watch it if you watch it and really pay attention every time it cuts you could tell when it's not him because they've had to bring in a a body double or whatever They, they sort of they fly out of that across the main set from the beginning, so they go across a street. Oh, yeah, flying through the air. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Then we find out Lena or Nina, because that's what I'll say, she almost drops the rock. She goes flying after the rock, and she essentially does a swanton bomb onto a, an electrical grid to get a meteor piece. Now, I've, what I've put is this. A scene from Mr. Nanny with Hulk Hogan where he got an electric shock, not electrocution, that implies death, where he got an electric shock in the shower was cut for the fact he got an electric shock. How the hell did the electric shock scene still get kept in the movie? Don't play with electricity, kids. Especially if you're not trying to jump after a meteor, right? Just poke it with a rubber stick or something, I don't know. That's right. Get your rubber stick out. I know, I've got mine. I, I shouldn't have said that. Um, so, I think Mario goes hurtling after her. No, he doesn't. He goes down. Um, you see the skeletons in front of the cars. 
Mm-hmm. And he almost gets hit. Yeah, he almost gets hit by the car, so he jumps out of the way. Yeah. He uses the bomb, right? And everyone in the Mushroom Kingdom knows where it's at with a bomb. They're like, ah, bomb! And for those listening, yes, I did pull an Andy Sandberg first when I said, bomb! He did. He really did. And somehow Cooper gets in that middle bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember. No, I have, no, I have Mario's taunting him with his shoelaces, yeah, isn't it? Because he, he takes he takes his shoelace off and he goes, "Come on, come and get it, come and get it." And then um, the bomb goes off. Cooper, I've got this written down. He flies up directly straight up. Then comes falling directly straight down, and then somehow falls fifteen feet to the left. Now remember, kids, only dinosaurs can uh, sidestep while falling. Um, mm-hmm. so Lena goes from a calculated snazzy appearance to a mad 80s punk rocker after she gets uh, an electric shock mm-hmm. then Luigi and Daisy go to the meteor site so that they can open up the portal after you see uh, Lena get shot into the wall and even her hair's got a skeleton right, question mm. Lena is a reptile Yes. Why is her skeleton a human? Plot. So, so right. So I've got surely when missing women are going back to the normal dimension, they should be jumping through the portal. I mean, they were down in a chasm type place when they had to jump through and they're just running through. Right. Yes. I'd also like to mention at this point, this is where they're trying to get the piece out sort of been put in because Lena put the piece of the meteorite in, so the worlds start to merge. I know this isn't going to make much sense to you, but 1993 slash 1994 is when the first universal thumb snap happened, well before it did. It was done by Thanos on the big screen. First time. Right, I get you. That's an Avengers reference. Yes, right. I, then, I get that reference. Then you find out that the Devo gun is a super zapper. I didn't quite get that. Mm-hmm. Because Cooper turns up and he shoots Scapelli. Yep, shoots Scapelli, who turns into a monkey, and then everyone's laughing. What, what did they do to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm then sure that's racist. Luigi, with a corkscrew, managed to get to the meteorite out. Right. What? I just just rewind slightly. Right. The women from Brooklyn have gone through the. Th- they, go get back to the real world. Go right. So Mario has told them to go do that. So they go back to the real world. They then get through. Mario is then transported to the real world with some really good particle physics. Oh, the trust the fungus, trust Thanos. the fungus. The Thanos snap, right? He's transported to the to the human world, right? And for some reason, Mario's girlfriend is surprised to see him. <laughs> Mario, what are you doing? Think she was making eyes at the police officer. Maybe so. Not implying anything. Yep. So, yeah, Luigi and Daisy get the, the rock back out, and then they... they After he tries to drill it, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, for some reason, Mario and Cooper, and only Mario and Cooper, and the other Goombas that got sent across, are transported back to the reptile world. And then... No, it's when they're in the real world, yeah, Cooper yeah. goes to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Mario says, trust the fungus, and it just gets bigger and bounces it back at him. Mm-hmm. Him? Or was it... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bounces yeah. back at him. And then they get zapped back into the reptile world, which is the, the second thumb snap in the same movie. I'm surprised there's anyone left in either dimension at this point. I just want to say, that's when there is this wonderful... It's 
is the way the line is delivered, right? It's that police chief fella again. And he delivers it with such disdain <laughs> and such, what a terrible day. Of yeah. all of the things that could happen to me today, I've already been lied to by Lena. She's already said that it was Cooper's advice to go send the, the whatevers. I've already had, you know, the boss say this and the boss say that, right? We, all of these things are going, and then he goes, so the Goombas are dancing again. It's like, just, it's the way he delivers the line. I quite literally laughed out loud. Mm. So, oh. what I've got for the next bit is, so not only does Cooper get hit by the Devo gun, Super Zapper, yes. and looks like a creature from a horror flick. Yes. Because he does. But then he gets blown up by a bomb and flies into the middle again. The bombs brought to you by Reebok. Reebok. Yes, I noticed that as well. It's brought to you by Reebok because it doesn't mean that bombs can't be sporty. Exactly. Uh, what else have I put? Not once did either Mario or Luigi jump on any enemies. I like to point that out. They, the sort of, did they knock him into the middle with another thwomp foot? I think so. Yeah. Right. At which point they both got the zappers because Luigi shows out from nowhere. Mm-hmm. They start shooting Cooper and yeah. hitting him, hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. And then he just falls like a snot drop onto the floor. Except, right, he does fall like a snot drop, except this is where all of the budget for the movie went. Mm. It is some of the most impressive CGI outside of Jurassic Park from 1993, mm-hmm. especially since neither Pixar nor ILM were involved. Mm. It really shows that all of the budget was spent on that scene. Mm. And it is... Genius. So I've got for my next thing, we're, we're sort of speeding up here, but we have to mm-hmm. do time constraints. So the King of the Mushroom Kingdom is Bishop from Aliens. Yes. Man, they've got a, they've got bigger problems now. I will guarantee not all of that covering the walls was fungus. And oh, he should And he should have said, not bad for a human or monkey. Absolutely. Instead of love those plumbers, not bad for a human. Not bad for a human. Yeah, Absolutely. Then it's back to the meteorite where Peach puts the bit in and then they have to disappear. Yoshi turns up and in my notes I've got Yoshi again. Right. If you all you've got in your notes is Yoshi, you missed a bit. You missed the Yoshi waves bye-bye to them. Mm. No, I remembered that. I just saw, I just wrote down Yoshi really fast. <laughs> yeah, I want a Yoshi. So cute. And then next thing you know, we're back in the real world. Yes, they're, they've obviously flushed with cash from wherever. They're, they're, they're going to go to WrestleMania at some point, obviously. That's it. <laughs> Mario and his girlfriend are making dinner. He's still got that shirt on, showing the chest hair. Oh. Luigi's watching his Miraculous Worlds thing. Yes. And suddenly they're on it. I would say that they're the Super Mario Brothers. Ah, ah they said it. Oh, they said it. I ah. knew he did that. And then what happens? Because they clearly wanted a sequel that never happened. Yep, Anyone else would have been freaked out by a woman who walked into their apartment with a flamethrower gun. Obviously, I mean, Brooklyn in the 90s, they didn't really care. I wrote down, I like that Daisy was able to run across town with a flamethrower in her hands without being stopped by anyone. Mm. I mean, gun laws are different from state to state, are they, in the States? Well, so, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I assume. Last time Maybe. I checked. Open carrying a flamethrower whilst running through the streets shouting, Mario, Mario, is allowed. I don't know. Mm. I, maybe we need some American expert on. Mm.
I would say this, right? Yes. It is not a kid's film. Oh, absolutely. There are, there are elements that kids will laugh at. I know, because I did when I was a, a little one. I put, if there was a game based on the movie, yes. I bet it would play like the original Fallout game. It's oh, yeah, dark, definitely. it's twisted, and it's very much adult. Absolutely. I agree with you completely. Verdict. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. So let me just... Yeah, okay. Let's talk about this. So what were our rules again? Is it a good movie, a good movie for its genre, or a good video game movie? It's an action film, Yep. a video game film, Yep. and a film based on the franchise. Right, okay. So as an action film? As an action film, I liked it. If you take away the Mario Brothers, it's... It's a mixture of all sorts of different things. You've got dystopian futures. You've got oppressors. I don't want to say fascist because I'm not quite sure how that applies. But I would say despot. Despot. So you've got a despot oppressor who is trying to make out that he's a good guy. He's doing it for the people when he's not. You know, you've got that plot. Um, not that plot. You've got the the thing. You've got people that are going... Well, you've, thing, you've, it, it sets up the story. Something <laughs> happens. They get tested. Yeah. Then they overcome it. It's every story in existence. Of course. Yeah, right? yeah. So it follows a nice plot. There is, there's not really ever a dull moment. Mm-hmm. The music, considering this came out after Adam's Family, it sounds very Adam's Family-esque. Mm-hmm. Apart from that that pipe, snow rides, surfboard, and catch the waves. That sounds like a, a 90s grunge skateboarding video, but everything else sounds like Adam's Family, but turned onto happy-go-lucky kids' film. Right, yeah. Despite the fact it's not a kids' film. Um, but yeah, I would definitely... I'd definitely watch it. Uh, I, I don't... I don't really... I don't love it as an action film by itself, but definitely give it a watch, I'd say. Okay. Okay. So I, I I tend to agree, right? If if you if you remove anything to do with Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers, video games from this movie, and just say it is a weirdly fun cyberpunk family action movie, totally get it. And yeah, there are a few bits that are just because they flew over my head when I was little, or they didn't fly over my head when I'm a, when I'm a grown up. I think they're there to try and make you kind of laugh and chuckle, mm. but some of the things in there just don't, they, they haven't aged well, right? The whole take her away and I'll use her letter does not age well. The It would be a shame if you went missing too does not age well. Dennis Hopper with a snake tongue. I mean, I don't know Ooh. how he conducts his business, but yeah, that that's not what I need to see. And and the grinding in the nightclub just, oh, no. oh. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely. I think as an action movie, watch it if you go in as an action movie. So what about, what was it? So it's an action movie. Video as game a, film. Video game. As a video game movie, right? How do you feel? I can, I can, mm, if it was the other way around mm-hmm. and a video game was based off this film, it would work really okay. well. Yes. It'd be sort of like an old school, top down Fallout game with your different bits and bobs, you'd have different side quests, you're going through the desert at some point, you've got to sneak back into the building, find a way to get up, you know, all these different things. It work, I think it worked really well. It's like a point-and-click RPG, Fallout-type game where you get moves and you do stuff. I think it would really work because you could, like, build different skills, have different what have you. Uh, video game film, it, it does work. I think it works better as an action film 
better than an action film, sorry. So, I mean, I, I like this film. I always remember this film. It's the first video game movie I ever saw. I'd say, just for nostalgic purposes, watch it as a video game film. And I would say I love it, because I do. <laughs> as a video game film, um, definitely. I, although it would work, I think, in my opinion, it would work better the other way around. So if a game was based on the film, mm. not the other way around. But so I'd, you- I'd love it as a video game film. So if there was a Super Mario Brothers, the movie, the game. It would work. It would be, I think yeah. it would work. But problem is these days it'd be a mobile game and it'd be stuck with tons of microtransactions. Don't you guys have mobile phones? Who said that? <laughs> exactly. Um, for me, for me, I'm not so sure it works as a video game movie. Um, it has a lot of the ideas behind a video game movie, like the things that you try to tell. But the problem is that it's the changing medium. It still, it still kind of doesn't work. You know, the Super Mario Brothers game, all of them are interactive, right? You are driving the character. You're driving the story. We'll come on to it later in another one of these when I talk about the only good video game movie and why it's a good video game movie. But yeah, there's no, I don't think it works so well. I think, yeah, it works really well as an action movie. I would say maybe an A for action movie, maybe a C minus. I know we've changed scales, but these are my No, 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 no. Go back to our scales. Watch (laughs) it, love it, or fling it into a tree. Which one is it? So action movie, love it. Video game movie, watch it. As of as a, a Mario Brothers movie, yes. If it was the other way around and the game came after the movie, I'd say love it. And considering that th- this was like the major first first major video game movie mm-hmm. that I can think of, it was like one of the one, at least one of the first ones, right? Blockbuster ones. It was one of the first ones, so it laid a lot of groundwork where people sort of took ideas from and learnt from it especially as a Super Mario Brothers movie can you guess where I'm going with this <laughs> fling that son into a tree <laughs> because as it stands this is worse than Double Dragon simple absolutely we'll have to once we've done a couple of these we've done three this is and the third I'm, one. I'm not even going to mention how, how well actually it's worse than Double Dragon but it's yeah. better than Resident Evil. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. But so I'd still say, fling that son bitch into a tree. <laughs> what about you? I've got a feeling that it's going to be something similar. Absolutely. Fling it into a tree. The The redeeming qualities are that the characters are named right. Um, that Daisy being Luigi's girlfriend in the series is called Daisy. Hmm. And that Yoshi is there, although the character design for Yoshi was a little weird, but they had to make a bit it generic, realistic. wasn't it? Dinosaur generic. Yeah. Um, I liked that um, Dennis, uh, we didn't really talk about it, but Dennis Hopper's character, King Cooper, had terrible complexion all the way through the movie because hmm. there's no clean water, hmm. right? The lovely little tiny attention to detail for things like the stuff that's going on in the background that I talked about, the I was a teenage uh, mammal, triple X movie, all of these things, the dinosaur dance, right? We didn't talk about it, but the dance to the song called Do the Dinosaur. Everybody do the dinosaur. Right, exactly. If you can find that scene on YouTube or whatever, watch it because the dance looks like loads of fun. The music is 
Properly I wouldn't suggest nights. doing it because you have to shake your head that fast. You probably give yourself neck problems. Oh, of course, yeah, don't, don't. Not unless you're a you know professional. An extra trained from dinosaur. a Silent Hill movie. I was going to say a professionally trained dinosaur, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm an apprentice dinosaur. Well, I'm sorry, you have to go get a professionally trained dinosaur. Mm, that's why I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I would say as a Super Mario Brothers movie, fling it into a tree. It's. It's it's fun, but it's, it's just not for kids. Yeah, at all. It's it's teen and above. I think mm. it's not even PG thirteen. It's like what what's what's the what's the adult rating in the states? Mm. I'm not sure. Mature, probably. As it because in the 16? UK, you, in the UK, you've got U twelve, twelve A, fifteen, and eighteen, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And then you've got films that'll never come out. Yes. For me, it's like a 15 and above. Okay. And I'd say about 15. You, you couldn't have it as a 12. You couldn't have it as a 12 here. And I think the one thing that pushes it to a 15 is the dancing and grinding. <laughs> please, please, come bleach my eyes, Kaprogman. Please, Jay, I need you to bleach my eyes. So what you're saying is that um, you need to be a certain age to be able to be put through the grinding, is what you're saying. You need to be a certain level of mature. Yes, because it will, it, it hurts my brain. I don't know about anyone else. Fair enough. <laughs> and it's not something I, I want to see. I, I, after I saw that, and then when he got it, and then the dinosaur dancing thing happened, I had to pause the movie, go on Reddit, and look at cat pictures for 20 minutes to get that, <laughs> to expunge that out of my brain, which didn't work. And I thought, I'll just continue watching the film. It's ha oh, ha. Oh. I mean, peop- there's going to be people out there that got a stronger stomach than me, but oh, I didn't need to see that. Oh. So I will say to you, Squidge, that just talking about the movie and the scenes and whether we would um, recommend people watch it, we've gone longer than the movie by almost 40 minutes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So there you go. I think, I think we deserve a medal for that. Oh, most definitely. For, for most. watching all of these video game movies, I think we deserve some sort of trophy or medal or something for putting oh, ourselves absolutely. through all of this for semi-entertainment purposes. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say that, yeah, if you want a silly movie to watch during your quiet times, definitely go watch it because it's, it's kind of silly and stupid. But if you're looking for a video game movie or indeed if you're looking for a Mario Brothers movie, just don't because... It, you'll be disappointed. Don't be disappointed. I mean, if it wasn't for the blatant repeated references to their Italian-Americans or Italians, mm-hmm. that movie could have quite easily been made in the 80s. It could have been, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not too sure about the times, but I know Blade Runner was made in the 80s when it was the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was like it was. 84, 86, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. And it, it's got, like, kid-friendly, well brighter colours and not as dark so someone turned the lights on on the set but it's kind of like it could have been the sort of like the Undercity or the grimier version of where Blade Runner was set so the parts of the city that were where, um, they had no upkeep we're not talking about like where the noodle stand was and they re- refilmed the same scene about 70 times we're talking a different part of the city maybe in the subway where, so it, it could quite quite easily be part of the same universe. It's not. 
<laughs> I've checked. It's not. But um, it could. It's sort of like so. It could have been made in the eighties. Has got that sort of the 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 filming style was a lot lot brighter. So Blade Runner, if no one's seen it, all they did was to turn the brightness down a lot um, mm. for a lot of the a lot of the scenery and stuff. But because it's meant to be a family and kids film, they made it very bright, very very sort of you can recognize things it's not dimly lit corridors apart from when it's in the big baddies tower mm. you know Ugh. but yeah it's it could have quite easily been made in the 80s just from i was watching it and i i need to go look at cat pictures again because i'm thinking about that grinding scene send help oh. and bacon and more help with that being said then don't watch this movie <laughs> listen to our commentary of it and that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> what I've got to say, Scridge, is thank you ever so much for putting up with that movie and then coming here and talking to us about your thoughts on the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm sure this worse we're going to put ourselves through. Oh, I've seen the list because I wrote it. Yes, there are worse. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you ever so much, everyone, for spending another hour of your time, um, hour and a half, I guess, of your time with us talking about um, the Mario Brothers movie. Did you watch the Mario Brothers movie before you um, before you heard this episode? If you did, let us know in the comments. If you didn't, let us know in the comments. Tell us what you thought of the movie. Uh, do your thoughts match ours? I don't know. But anyway, with that being said... Also, if you can suggest movies for us to watch, so for oh, you to torture us with, then please, you definitely. know, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, DMs are wide open. Send us movies. We will torture ourselves for your entertainment. That's it. That's it. And sometimes I'm not looking forward be... to that, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes it will be us watching movies. No, um, absolutely, right? Let us, let us, let us watch the movie for you, and we'll give out, give you our thoughts on it. But with that being said, I want to say thank you ever so much, Squidgy. It's been an absolute pleasure, like it always is. And I will see you again, Squidgy. See you later, dude. Catch you later, fella. Waves, etc. Indeed. See you later, everybody. Have fun. Stay safe and be awesome. No bad movies, please. Intro music is Among the Stars by Muse Station Productions. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleanser music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Dagay. See the show notes for more details. The Waffling Tailors podcast is a proud member of the J&J Media Network. To find out more about J&J Media, head over to jayandjay.media or check the show notes for a link.